Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world? And now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world. If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to brettridgeway.com forward slash freebie. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgway, where you'll learn the keys to building a profitable speaking business from speaking industry pros. Each week, we interview a great guest who will share his or her speaking journey, identify what their keys to success have been, and highlight some critical mistakes they've made along the way that you'll want to avoid. Be sure to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, sit back, tune in, and get ready to meet this week's guest. Hello again, everyone, and this is Brett Ridgway with the Spotlight on Speaking Show, and I am excited this week to welcome a guest who I am looking forward to collaborating with on many fronts over the next several months. So my guest today is Judy M. Baker, and Judy is a since 2011 has been a book marketing mentor. She's coached hundreds of authors, guiding them from lackluster results to strategies for monetizing their books without going broke or crazy. Two very important things. Marketing is a conversation, and everyone is in sales are lessons that she learned working with wine pioneer Robert Mondavi. Presentations to the Bay Area Independent Publishers Association, Redwood Writers, Napa Valley Writers, Women's National Book Association, and the Bay Area Consultants Networks have earned praise. Sounds like you're a busy lady, Judy. Judy wrote yeah. and self-published her first book at 16. Her stories and poetry have appeared in anthologies from Redwood Writers Press. And Judy is currently working on a memoir guidebook providing practical ways women with ovarian cancer can take charge of their treatment and recovery. Welcome to the Spotlight on Speaking Show, Judy M. Baker. Well, thank you, Brett. I am so happy to be here. So, you know, one of the first things I want to ask people to share, Judy, is kind of what their speaking journey has been. You know, how, when did you get into it? How did you get into it? What was the impetus? What kind of subject did you talk about initially? And maybe how has that transitioned over the years? Well, I got into speaking because eighth grade, I was in a speech class and thought I was going to die. I was so scared. I know people say that, you you know, that they get up and their knees were shaking Mine really were. They were going like this. And I am I had a death grip on the lectern. And I absolutely hated the speech class. It scared the, it just scared me. But I was also a theater person. I could go into the drama department, get on stage, listen to the director. And I was fine because I wasn't being me. Mm -hmm. So... I learned later that I could be myself. I could speak to people. After I watched Suzanne Roan, who wrote the book, How to Work a Room, she went around before she was going to give a presentation. And there were about 100, I think about 150 people in the audience. 
she went before she was going to get up on stage and walked the room and she made a connection at every single table. And I think she had something in common with almost everybody so that when she got up and she talked about this, when she got up on stage, she wasn't getting up in front of strangers. She was getting up in front of a warm audience who already felt connected to her. And she said, it's not about me. It's about you and what you came to learn. And after that, I have not had that fear of speaking. And I love sharing and helping people on their journey to get to where they want to go. So you mentioned Susan Rohan and her ability to build relationships and, you know, get to know her audience ahead of time. How do you build rapport with your audiences, Judy, and your speaking engagements? I usually start by asking questions. Um, I'll ask a few questions like, what was the reason you came here today? What do you hope to learn? How can I best help you get what you want? And it's it's pretty simple. I mean, that just starts off the, the whole conversation. And I really believe this too. Being a good speaker means being an extraordinary listener. Mm. The better I listen, the better my presentation goes because it's no longer me broadcasting at people. We're having an interaction. It's a give and take. So you mentioned Susan Rohan again and the things that she helped you overcome, basically that fear or whatever. So, mm -hmm. I mean, how, I don't want to go dive into your age, <laughs> but, but how far do we got to go back for that lesson that you learned and how did that prompt you into a more, professional realm of speaking, whether it's for keynoting or selling from the platform or just using it to build brand awareness and, you know, further your credibility out in the field? Well, the I think there were two things that happened that day. I, I had two very introverted parents. I mean, extraordinarily introverted. And we lived in our heads. I have three older sisters and all of us, you know, just cerebral rather than physical. And what I was witnessing with Suzanne was her ability to make what is commonly known as small talk, which I never, never understood. Didn't get it, was bad at it. Oh God, I just, it's, I just found it to be a complete waste of time. What I didn't, what I didn't recognize up until that day it isn't a waste of time. It's a way to open up. It's a way to find out who I'm talking to. Rather than me making assumptions, I'm really finding what's you know close to their heart. And that shifted how I showed up in business. I was in a business networking group at the time. I was in a couple of them. And now when I would, when I would come into a room, I didn't come into a room like a shark, you know, looking, going, oh, where's a client? Where's a client? I came into a room thinking, 
I hadn't, I, I made a promise to myself. I would connect with at least two people every time I would go to an event. And I wasn't going to whip my business card out unless someone asked for it. Mm -hmm. And the same thing when you're up on stage, I'm not going to make pitches at people unless they invite me and agree that they'd like to know more. If they don't, I'm good too. Mm -hmm. So when you got up on the stage, you're a book marketing mentor now, but was that your first topic that you spoke about for the stage or were you in another arena? Totally other arena. Uh, I was a graphic designer for about 30 years. And in that time, I was creating newsletters, flyers, booklets, you name it, whatever, whatever a business needed for their branding. And I did a lot of volunteer speaking to help nonprofits understand what it looked like to create a, a very visually clean and easy to consume newsletter. I taught classes. I even taught classes back in the day at the learning annex. And I really don't even remember what that one was. <laughs> but but later I taught a class called uh, How to Be Completely Creative. And it was about taking your, your unique way of solving problems and sharing that. And that could be your platform for marketing your book, your business, and small business owners flocked to that one. I did that one for, I think, two or three years. And I've taught other classes. I've taught software, um, how to use software. And then now I'm working um, with authors and I'm part, well, I'm president of Redwood Writers, which is a, a group of Let's see. I think we've got about 250 members. Wow. And uh, yeah. And as president, I, I'm the person who opens up the meeting. I set the tone. I'm introducing our speakers. I'm welcoming new members in. And that's a lot of it. It's making people feel welcomed and comfortable in the room. People, well, someone even brought this up today. I was on another call. The quote from Maya Angelou. People don't necessarily remember your words, but they remember how you make them feel. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you identified one of your keys to success being the interactivity and establishing the rapport with your audience. So over the years, what would you attribute some of the other keys to your being successful as a, as a speaker have been? Getting more comfortable in being myself, uh, getting more grounded. It's really funny. Uh, one of my clients is an acupressurist and she does a lot of speaking as well. And she's taught me some, some ways to, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes there's a lot of energy that's like fluttering around and it's not connected. And she said, okay, whenever you get up to speak, you want to get grounded and you want to open your diaphragm. And so it's a real simple uh, way to do it. You put one hand right under your clavicle. The other hand goes right on your abdomen around your belly button. And when you're standing up, it will release your knees, which will open up your diaphragm. And 
it's I know it's amazing, but it it totally works. And when you've got breath, because you know, fight and flight mode, you suddenly are holding your breath. You open your diaphragm up, and now I can speak from my center rather than getting all tight in my throat. So that was that was one way that I started speaking more confidently and feeling like I was I was really present. I I wasn't being scattered. My energy was was working for me, not against me. Right, well, those are some great tips, Judy. And, you know, there are so many piece parts that go into being an effective communicator. And, you know, some of it's physiological, some of it's psychological. And, you know, I think it's important to touch on all aspects of it at some point in time so you can understand all the parts involved in truly becoming the best speaker that you can be. Now, I have some other questions for you, Judy. But before okay. I do, let's take a quick break with a word from our sponsor. Okay. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur who's had great success in the business world and now you want to launch a speaking career to share your message with the world? If that's you, then listen up. 25-year speaking industry veteran Brett Ridgway has released his latest special report, Three Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business. To pick up your copy, go to breadridgeway.com forward slash freebie. And we are back with the Spotlight on Speaking Show with my guest, Judy M. Baker. And Judy, one of the things I like to do in these podcasts is ask people to kind of bear their soul a little bit and share a mistake or two they made along the way that obviously they would encourage aspiring speakers <laughs> to avoid making. Now, you know, I made a mistake once and my mistake was I thought I made a mistake. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're great. <laughs> but, but share share a couple of things you've done along the way that you should not ought to done. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm thinking back to this one time. I was coming to do a, a presentation and I had a partner and he he was a printer. I was I was the designer and we were going to talk about um, the principles of good design. Well, I came with two boxes full of resource material. Now, mind you, we had, I think we had an hour to do this and it was a workshop. And we walked in the door. And as I said, I always ask the audience, you know, trying to, and I didn't know this ahead of time because I wasn't, someone else was putting this on. So I didn't have access to ask them questions before the meeting. And I walked in thinking these were people who were going to be, you know, fairly high level competent with their command of, of communication and software and also um, understand a little bit about layout and design. Well, turned out my audience was using typewriters. They were doing cut and paste of, I mean, seriously cut and paste. We're not talking about on the screen. We're talking about cutting <laughs> and pasting on a sheet of paper. Now you're dating yourself here a little bit, Judy. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I've been doing this a long time. And as soon as I learned that, let me tell you, uh, my partner and I looked at each other and we went, oh, we need, to, we need to go back to basics. And because of that, because I was over-prepared, 
I was able to take my presentation and adapt it to my audience. And not everybody can do that. And so I always make sure I start with the most concrete, simple information I can. I can always add, but it's really hard to take things out at the last minute. So that was probably my worst mistake. Well, it doesn't sound like much of a mistake, honestly, because you were able to react to the situation and, and deliver the goods for your audience. So, you know, I think that is a skill that many speakers don't have because they get so ingrained in this is my canned speech and this is what I'm delivering and hell to the rest of you. This is what I'm talking about. And they never react to their audience and listen to those needs and find out what those pain points are. So yeah. I'd say that's not a mistake at all. I said <laughs> kudos to you for adapting to the needs of the audience. So. Oh, well, well, thank you. It was, it was really, it was really a wake up call, you know, to always do your best to find out who's going to be in your audience so that you can tailor. Oh, and that's, I don't know that I've done it, but I've seen other speakers. They've got it. Like you said, they've got a canned speech and it may not fit the people who are sitting in front of you today. And if it doesn't, you're wasting your time and theirs. Yeah, I'm sure I've talked about this before, but that one of the areas that I think speakers by and large are weakest in is truly doing their homework up front and figuring out what the demographics of that audience are, man mm -hmm. or women, what age are they? What educational level are they at? You yeah. know, what skills do they have? What are their pain points? I mean, most people just aren't willing to do the work to truly be a professional speaker. So mm -hmm. If you want to get ahead, yes, you need to do those things. So, yeah. All right. So, Judy, you advertise yourself as a book marketing mentor. Why don't you tell mm -hmm. us exactly what that means, a little bit more about what you're doing? And if people want to get involved in your world, how would they do so? Okay. I chose that word mentor very carefully. I, I've, I've been consultive my entire career. I've, I've been self-employed for ugh, forever. We won't say how long that's been, but it's it's been more than two minutes. And because I've come at it as a consultant, I'm always curious, what do you want to get out of our relationship? So when people have come to me and asked for a solution and it doesn't seem to make sense, I'm always asking, so what will that do for you? And with books... I saw almost immediately, because I was still doing graphic design when I started getting involved with authors, I saw almost immediately that they thought their books were more precious than Fort Knox. They didn't recognize that a book is a product. It's a way to share your message. It's a way for you to stand out, but it certainly isn't so, um, it's not, it's not something that doesn't have a price tag on it. It's something that is affordable for most people to purchase. And I kind of look at it the way that I learned when I was doing winemaking, that if it's not good, throw it out. If it is a product, you've got to market it. You've got to share that message for people to you know, know that you even have a book. And it distressed me to see these people putting 
hours and hours or years. And usually it costs about $25,000 to get your book published, whether you're self-publishing or working with a hybrid publisher or a traditional publisher. There are a lot of costs involved. So just think immediately you're sinking about $25,000 and a lot of authors focus on, oh, I'm going to sell I'm going to sell all these books and I'm going to make so much money. Mm -hmm. And they're looking so narrowly, they don't see the possibilities. And where I come in is I look at you, I look at you, I look at your book, your business. What is the message you have? Who is it you can help? And how do we reach them? So I've built my, my business on client attraction rather than you having to go hunt clients down. What can you do to stand out to get your message out there so people are coming to you? And this might sound a little funny to, to people who haven't experienced it, but when I, I was critically ill, I I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer at the end of 2013. And I had, I was in treatment for about six months. And during that time, I had to really rethink everything. I had to pay attention to getting well. I had to pay attention to who I was letting in to my life. And then I had to figure out how I was going to rebuild my my body, my business, everything. And I'm a very resilient person. So instead of saying, oh my gosh, I am a victim. I said, oh no, how do I get well? And I took what I learned about my ability to be resilient, to be tenacious. And I built a new system called the Abundant Author Solution so that authors can go from being the best kept secret to taking their book and using it to build connections, to increase their attractiveness to clients, to speaking opportunities, to creating income that they didn't know was possible. And we, you know, we do it with Well, we start with an assessment and then looking at where do you want to go with this and building a client attraction system. So it's, it's a lot of fun. It works. And then you've got something that you can use not only for your book marketing, but anytime you want to attract people into your world, this system will work for you. And where do people go to find out more about the system specifically, Judy? Well, they can connect with me on my website at bookmarketingmentor.com. But for this new program that's coming up, the best thing to do is send me a direct message either in LinkedIn or on Facebook and say, tell me more. And you can find me, you can find me on LinkedIn under my name. And if you'd like a resource, I'll tell you about that in a minute. All right. So 
As I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Judy and I will be collaborating on a few things in 2023. And I don't know if I want to let the cat out of the bag yet, but we'll be doing a mastermind for speakers and authors next year. And uh, we're looking forward very much to working together on that. But do you have something that you'd like to share with the folks today, Judy? I would love to. If you go to bookmarketingmentor.com forward slash freebie, you're going to get some resources. And one of the resources there is the seven ways you can earn money while you sleep from your book. Easy things you can do right now that will make a difference in your business. Well, awesome. So if you're an author that needs to figure out how to leverage their book better, by all means, grab Judy's free special report and pick up those resources to help you out along your way. So I want to give sincere thanks to Judy Baker for joining me this afternoon on the Spotlight on Speaking show. As always, I wish you the greatest of success in all that you do to build a profitable speaking business. If you haven't had a chance already, hop on over to SpotlightOnSpeaking.com and register there so that you can be notified of upcoming episodes. And if you haven't picked up my free special report, Seven Key Things Entrepreneurs Must Master to Build a Profitable Speaking Business, then hop on over to brettridgeway.com and you can grab it there. But as always, thanks so much and take care. Bye-bye. This has been the Spotlight on Speaking Show with Brett Ridgeway. Be sure to join us every week as we interview speaking industry pros and have them share their best tips for building a profitable speaking business. Until next week, thank you for tuning in and remember to visit our website at spotlightonspeaking.com so you can enjoy even more great episodes like this one. While you're here, be sure to subscribe via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Spotlight on Speaking show. Until then, our sincere best wishes to you for the greatest of success as you work to build your own profitable speaking business. Thank you.